When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Previously on the Simply Human Podcast. Uh, and then the last phrase is, buy, sell, buy, sell, buy, sell. Well then, hello Jackson, how are you? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Literally just started at buy, sell. It's episode 132 of the Simply Human Podcast with your hosts, Mark and Rick, two human beings being human. Our goal is to help you understand how humans are designed to eat, sleep, move, and enjoy. Now you can start living more like a human today. On today's show, it is Justin Mares, founder and owner of Kettle and Fire Bone Broth, and we talk about, you guessed it, bone broth. Then it's another moderately funny edition of the humans being human and killing pets with Mr. X, and wrap up with our Simply Human Tip of the Week. How are you, Rick? I'm good. How was your father's day? It was good. I got an apron that said best dad, and then my wife had my kids put paint on their hands and put hand prints on the apron facing down, so it's best dad, hands down. I got a food dehydrator. That sounds pretty awesome. I'm actually looking forward to making my own beef jerky. Well, I wish you'd have told me. I saw you posted that, and I wish you would have told me because um, I have one. That is in my garage that we've used well, like once. Are you gonna once. like clone it and like uh, make it make one that looks just like yours? And I to I could just I could just I was just gonna send you mine. Well, sorry. I can get a refund on my father's name. <laughs> yeah. Daddy, uh, daddy, we got you this. Hey, that's great. I'm returning it, you idiot. <laughs> Mr. Mark's got one himself. He's gonna give it to me. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Should have asked me first, dummies. Well, well, I'm going to solicit advice from all of our humans. Uh, I don't know how to make beef jerky. I haven't opened up the box. I'm sure there's a recipe in there somewhere. But uh, if you are an experienced jerkyman or jerky woman, mm-hmm. mm, uh, either cool. send us a Facebook message to our to Simply Human Facebook page, or you can email me, simplyhumanrick at gmail.com, or you can call and leave us a voicemail, 530-42-HUMAN. And uh, give me some jerky tips, like the kinds of meat to use, oh. like, like the cuts of beef or whatever, uh, you know, some, some healthy, like sugar-free marinades, stuff like that. Because that's why I want this is because I love beef jerky, but you can't find any that doesn't have, have sugar a ton in of it. sugar in yeah. it. So I make my own because I'm just like a frontiersman now. Well, uh, I'm also mad at, mad at you. You're mad at me, huh? Yeah. This is a really good story, by the way. You drew me off. I feel like I should tell the story. I by think the way. you should. I feel like I should. Tell I feel like you should. Okay, so <laughs> this is Saturday night or Friday? This night? Was, I don't remember. This when. was Friday night. So in our group text message that we reference all the time with our friends Jack, Nate, and Steve, uh, it's very active group conversation. Mark sends a text to the group that says, "Hey, uh, this is late, like at eleven thirty." <laughs> Let me pull up the actual text. Hang on, okay. this because it'll be that much funnier. Okay. Well, uh, can I? What well, can I say? What I had done that night? Just where I went. Uh, where I went. Yeah, you can give like a, a cursory story yeah. while I look up the, the original text. Yeah. Like so text I, I have a friend in, uh, that lives in uh, the same city as me. Imagine that, and he loves horror movies. 
horror. And, I like your other pronunciation of horror and now. I love horror movies as well. And so The Conjuring that came out back in 2013 was like one I've of my... I've never f- even heard of this, by the way. Okay, well, it's one of my favorite. It's probably like... And I've seen The Exorcist. I've seen... You know, The Exorcism of Emily Rose. Like, <laughs> Add that to the bragging montage. I've seen The Exorcist. I've yeah. seen The Exorcist. Yeah. So, I mean, I have. if there's a scary movie that's like a good scary movie, not, you know, like I've seen it. And and The Conjuring. I do remember me and you seeing The Ring and being very Yes, freaked, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, like that, those kinds of movies. I love that kind of stuff. So, The Conjuring, if I had to rank movies, like I would... I would put Conjuring, The Conjuring, like up there as like maybe top one or two. Like it's it's one of my favorites. I went and saw it twice in the theater, and I don't go to movies that much. So, The Conjuring Two came out a couple weekends ago, and so my buddy, who also loves scary movies, we talked our wives into letting us go on a little boy date um, on Friday night. So I went and picked him up in my Jeep, and we had a little date. Okay. To go see The Conjuring Mountain Bike there too. And if nobody has knows what The Conjuring is, it is like exorcism, hell, demon, blood splattering, murder. Time out. Like, you are not a good source of things that are scary in movies because you almost died watching okay. a, basically a cartoon bear uh, okay. attack a man. Go, go watch the Conjuring and Conjuring 2 trailers and you just tell me what kind of movie. Like it, it's like the, the gold standard of scary movies. That I've never heard of. Oh, okay. Okay, well, that's not that's not qualifying or disqualifying. It's just because you haven't heard of something. I've heard of everything that's important, Mark. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Mark goes to see this with his friend. So Mark sends, and I, it wasn't in a it's text. An audio. It's it actually like audio, audio like yeah. where you can record yeah. your voice playing. I was and Mark sends something to the group that's like, okay, so I went to The Conjuring, and sitting in front of me was like this guy and his wife, and... They're like three-year-old daughter, and it's like nine o'clock at night, and we're watching The Conjuring, and I was so like, I can't, I couldn't say, I couldn't not say something, so I gave the guy twenty dollars and said, "Hey, I'll give you twenty bucks if you take your kid out of the theater." Yes. So, <laughs> I see this as a golden opportunity. All right, because uh, I know. Uh, what's embedded in Mark's DNA. Just think of like calling on the phone asking for Steve a hundred times, like uh, what a normal person would do, and then now we know what Mark's dad would do. Well, that's in Mark's DNA. To <laughs> act like that way. So I start basically intentionally uh, trolling his balls off. Pretty and uh, Mark's, I'm going to read the text. Okay. okay? Uh, Mark says, Steve, for our friend Steve. I was sick to my stomach at the beginning of the movie. I couldn't watch the movie. I was so worried about the kid watching. And then I chime in. Mark is totally unable to ignore other people and mind his own business. And Mark responds with I, I, uh, I got it. I got it. I got it. He responds with F you dude. You're a piece of S. <laughs> serious. And I respond with quote Hey, you're not parenting your kids like I would. I must intervene. And then uh, Mark responds with, Rick, if I saw dad beating up his son in public, I would intervene. This was an extreme case. And I respond with, quote, sir, sir, uh, when you accelerated from that stop sign, you hit the gas kind of hard. Not really good for gas mileage. I'll give you $20 to accelerate a bit more slowly and attribute that quote to Mark. 
then uh, our friend Nate steps in and says that he agrees with you, and then I as, say, and Steve the Nate the is, the, is also already agreed with me that I did the right well, thing. Well, Nate is the unreasonable person of our group, and okay. I said, oh, well, Nate agrees with you, therefore that makes me correct. <laughs> and uh, Mark, and, and then I quote say quote. Excuse me, ma'am. Uh, I noticed that you peeled that banana from the top. I really prefer that you peel it from the bottom, the way apes do in the wild. Here's twenty dollars to peel it from the bottom. <laughs> and this is when I was like, "Okay, he's just okay." He's Mark just responds with "ha ha ha," so I'm like, "Okay, I've gone too far. I've overplayed my hand." Because all I'm trying to do is make Mark <laughs> super mad right now. That's the only thing. And we'll get to like uh, whether or not what Mark did was stupid. We'll get to that in a second. Okay. I think it was. But uh, Mark responds yeah. with ha, ha, ha. And I was like, crap, I've overplayed my hand. So I start texting the other people individually of the thread telling them, hang on a second. I'm trying to make Mark really mad. He's almost there. I just feel like I can play this out. So uh, Mark responds with uh, – if I saw a, a, a mom giving her kid gasoline, I would step in politely. And I respond with, I'm not sure if you're serious, but a mother giving her kid gasoline to drink is not the same thing as letting a little kid watch a scary movie. And Mark says, I'm not jumping. And that's a reference to jumping me trying sides. to basically get Mark to jump off sides. Like in football, the quarterback will like give a hard count like, hut, 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 and like kind of move a little bit to try to get the... That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to get Mark to jump off sides pretty severely. And I respond with, I'm not trying to pull you off sides. You majorly overreacted. <laughs> and I respond with, it's like when people call 911 and say, this car is speeding on the highway and they have kids in the car. Yeah, it's probably not a good idea. Yeah, it's probably poor parenting, but definitely not the end of the world. You should have bound, mind your own business. And then Mark just keeps responding over and over again with, haha, good one, Rick, you're hilarious. And I know that's the key to know that Mark is about to flip out because he's trying to laugh it off and be like, ha ha, ha ha, ha ha, ha ha, ha ha, ha ha. And so I respond with, I see these idiot parents of some of Jason's classmates letting their kids watch all kinds of wheels off stuff. Not for me, but they're not my kids. And Mark responds with, and I know I'm getting him now, he responds with, Good for you, Mr. Perfect Parent of all time. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> well, <laughs> I know he's getting so angry. And uh, I say, okay, Mark, so where do you draw the line on sticking your nose into other parents' business? Seriously. And uh, Mark is repeatedly trying to blow my comments off, and I know he's getting so inflamed with anger. <laughs> and uh, Mark calls me a know-it-all, and I said, yes, I'm the know-it-all. I know so much of it all that I t pay other parents to <laughs> My ideas of how their children should be raised. And then Mark starts flipping out. I'm not going out of my way to search for kids in R-rated movies. I had a chance to intervene in a positive way and pay for the guy's movie, and he gladly accepted it. I feel good about it. Steve agreed. Good enough for me. I respect Steve's affirmation a tad more than Rick's wrath. And I respond with, somewhere on Facebook right now, quote, some rich douche at the movies decided that he'd like to give me $20 to take my baby out of some scary movie. So I took his money and bought four more tickets, and I'm in the next show. <laughs> so Mark's getting real mad. And then I respond with, maybe he took that 20 bucks and bought a bunch of cigarettes to give to his kid. <laughs> Great job, Mark. <laughs> and finally, when I just – I feel like Mark is on the precipice of seriously – backing out of the group conversation and deleting me from my phone and closing <laughs> up shop on the podcast. I can't let him go on because it's late at night. I know I was about, about to go to bed, to bed yeah. and I know he's going to like just sit in bed, just staring at the ceiling, just stewing and anger. So t I can't do this to Mark because he's my friend. So I peel it back and I tell, him, ah, I can't keep up. Can't, can't, and you sent me the pictures of you texting yeah. of the text that I'm sending everyone else individually saying, I've almost gotten so bad. <laughs> this is really funny. So, 
Mark is uh, is crazy, and I almost made him really mad. Yeah. But I do want to have a conversation yeah. about this. Well, and we need to hurry because like, we are at point. 13 minutes, so we can have a hey, quick well, conversation. We'll talk about it for two minutes. Okay, right. At what point does, does Mark Rogers decide, like, huh, I have to step in here? Well, I feel like, I feel like unless you – go watch – the Conjuring two, and then and then see if it's and it might be you might have the same thought. I just if you hadn't ever even heard of it or ever seen it, it's not your typical like rated R movie. It's not just like a, a oh a, a, they they cuss a lot, right? If it was like Wolf of Wall Street or something, it's like whatever. Like yeah, you, you know. And 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 obviously is that if they're if they're taking their kids to that movie, are they watching like crazy way worse stuff at home? Sure, absolutely. Is there anything I can do about that? No. But the guy I was with and I felt like I, I could have enjoyed the movie better. It wasn't about his parenting. It was about I couldn't sit there and enjoy the movie because I was like just worried about this little girl and the nightmares that she was going to have for the rest of her childhood and her life seeing this kind of – I mean it's like worse than like Stephen King type of horror stuff. I mean just just crazy horrible and she wasn't. She didn't like have a book or an iPad or something. She was just sitting there watching it, and I, it was worth it to me to give the guy some money. And he was like, it's almost like he was looking for an excuse. Like he just was like, oh yeah, and he just took it and was gone. And if he goes buys the tickets, great. I just I paid for his movie, so it didn't cost him anything. Uh, and I felt like I felt like that was a positive thing. My wife affirmed me. Uh, Steve uh, in, in our group thread, who which we hold in high regard, he thought I did the right thing. So that's really all. And I, I need to. I that's all the affirmation that I. Need need well there we go so what if i told you that i let my kids watch faces of death this morning while i was changing the oil in the tahoe nothing nothing that i can do about that Did you drive all the way over here and like uh burn my house down i would not to have someone else change my oil i would not but if i was in the car with your kids while you were getting the oil changed and i had i had a why are you sitting in the car while well, I'm just, I'm just saying i was i was at the movie i was within two feet of this guy i wasn't like i wouldn't drive Somewhere. That's why I said, like, I'm not like going around rated R movies, like looking for kids to pay their parents to take them out of the movie. Like, it just happened. <laughs> I have an idea for like in a funny yeah. picture. To send it to just, me. it just happened to be like right in front of me. And you know, if I see some kids watching Faces of Death, and I'm able to say, hey, you know what? Maybe we should turn on Finding Nemo or something. I might suggest that. It's just that's all I'm saying. Twenty dollars so. you can give a stranger, but you can't get cable, huh? Yeah, <laughs> it was worth. I actually I gave ten and my friend gave ten, and basically we it was okay. Wor- okay, that's uh, we're peeling the onion back a little yeah. bit here. You didn't yeah. give twenty, you gave ten. Right. So, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, so so I gave right. ten and Dylan gave ten, and that was basically f- for the only reason. So like I, it was worth ten dollars for me to just be able to sit and enjoy the movie that I've been looking forward to so long. Did you enjoy it? I did. Oh my gosh, it was crazy. Did you almost pass out a hundred times. I didn't because it's it's not a real life bear scene. Shut up about the bear scene. It's not a real bear. I know. I know. It was a, it's not eaten by a real live bear. It's a guy it's in a bear scene. A computer generated bear. Have you That's seen a, man in a bear costume? Have you seen the Revenant? No. Okay. I'm a busy man, Mark. I don't have time to watch movies. Okay. Well, I'm very busy too, and I went and watched that movie. So. 
Yeah, busy giving money to strangers. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get to the interview. If you have any strong opinions on this, yeah. tell Marquis a moron. 53042human. Yeah, 53042human or email us simplyhumanlifestyle at gmail.com. Um, and yeah, weigh in on this. If, if, you know, if you know what the conjuring is, and let, let me know if you think that's crazy to take your like three-year-old kid to go see that movie and if you would have done the same thing that I did. Let's go to our interview. Go to the website simplyhumanlifestyle.com. Um, oh crud my internet's being weird I don't have I, we'll just kind of make up what we. I remember what we talked about we just talked about it um, go go to the store page we've got uh, consult we've got Simply Human Reset we've got uh, things that we like the affiliate links that we have on there the Alt Shift book is still uh, doing really well and it's helping a lot of people so go check all that stuff out if there's a donate now button in the show notes of the show and on the store page if you feel like what we're doing is worth anything to you we would love uh, for you to help us move the train down the track so to speak and sort of help uh, pay some of our monthly costs and our time and all that so that is all that we talked to Justin Mayers who is the owner of Kettle and Fire uh, Bone Broth about you guessed it Bone Broth Uh, Rick uh, implores impregnates the idea into Justin uh, to get him convinced to try bone broth he is going to send us some bone broth and we are going to uh have make a video of rick eating the bone broth the entire interview right now don't give any people any reason to watch yeah well uh so here's some other things we talked about you know what we're just gonna play the interview how about that here's justin joining us on the simply human podcast very excited to have justin mares on the show he is the founder and president and ceo of Kettle and Fire Bone Broth. Welcome to the show, Justin. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, that, I think that's what's on your business card, right? Uh, the founder, CEO, president, and owner. It's also like command- world commander, leader. <laughs> general manager, all of those things. Um, so yeah, so we'll start off by uh, you telling your origin story, uh, kind of how you got started and, and how you got to where you are today, and then we'll just we'll go from there. Sure. So I actually started Kettle and Fire with my brother, who uh, basically I, I went through a previous acquisition. I was in the tech space, and you know I was looking at what do I want to do next. And I've always wanted to do something that could actually improve people's lives and have a meaningful impact. You know, because tech is kind of like my last company. We were building software for software developers, and so it wasn't <laughs> wasn't super meaningful. <laughs> you know, and it, people didn't leave our product and go like man, I feel better, you know, this has helped yeah. my life in any way. It's just like, this made work slightly more convenient today. <laughs> <laughs> and so I wanted to do something that would give, you know, that people would get excited about and would help improve their health. And so I was looking at all these different things, and I've been paleo for four, about four years now. And I came across, you know, I, I tried making bone broth. I had a bunch of friends that were incorporating it into their diets. And I was like, man, this is kind of a pain in the to make. I think it's kind of a pain to make. <laughs> you guys can edit that out. <laughs> or we might just leave it in. I don't know. I'll have to decide on that one. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. And so I, you know, and around that same time, my brother suffered a really bad knee injury. So he, he tore his ACL. He like chipped his knee while playing soccer. And he was bedridden for about six weeks after surgery. And so I was looking for foods that could help with recovery. And that's when I went online. I said, you should try bone broth. You know, I've been using it. Some friends have. And no one was selling it online at the time. And so at that time, I was like, huh, we should do this as a company and you know, try and make bone broth more convenient so it's easier for people to incorporate it into their daily lives. Tell me about your first 
before all this, you, you read about bone broth and you're going, hmm, tell me about your first experience making bone broth. It was not good. <laughs> so I will be <laughs> the first to tell you that I am not what I would call a, a cooking person. <laughs> so I <laughs> – go ahead. Rick? You're kind of you're you're kind of we're, we're losing you, Star Trek. Uh, there he goes. Uh oh. Okay. <laughs> Rick is drowning. He's apparently uh, recording from the middle of a swimming pool somewhere, and he's coming up for air. And <laughs> so, all right. Well, Justin, continue. So, your first bone broth experience. Yeah. So my first bone broth experience was me, you know, at home. Having heard all of the amazing benefits, uh, you know, I, I just started doing CrossFit and trying to get into uh, MMA a little bit and wanted to drink it to help with recovery. And so my first experience was going to Whole Foods, dropping, I think, $14 on bones, which is just absurd. Yeah. And then, you know, buying all the ingredients, throwing it in the stockpot, cooking it for uh, 26 hours. And then what I got out of that was this like kind of sludgy, terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just did a poor job. Like it, I did a poor job. In a crock and, pot? Was it in a crock pot? Yeah, in a crock pot. And your did you cook it in the house or outside? I did, yeah. Okay. Smelled up the house. Okay. My girlfriend uh, was not super stoked about that. Um, and so it was it just wasn't a great experience. And what we got out of it, like the yield wasn't great. Uh, the bones were way more expensive than than I'd thought like I saw everyone talking about bone broth is you know super cheap to make at home and whatever and it might be if you're buying an animal but buying bones from Whole Foods like uh, you know our stuff was cheaper right. is cheaper yeah yeah <laughs> well yeah, if, so it wasn't great if I may I will share Rick does not have will not have a bone broth story to tell uh, because he I is do, I, I do not I and and his submarine and his submarine is submerged again right as he was talking and now he's drowning send help to rick's house uh coast guard um and he lives in texas so that might take a while um so yeah so my first experience you, know, you read about it and you're like okay this would be easy i'm just you just cook some bones in water like how hard could that be and my wife wouldn't let me cook it in the house because just within the first hour it starts to smell i mean it doesn't smell terrible it's just a smell it's not a it's not like a, a scentsy or something, you know, like it's just, it's a very de- definite smell. And it, and it, you know, if you've ever cooked something overnight, like it just sort of takes over your dreams, you know, like it's just sort of all encompassing. So I cooked it out in the driveway or in the garage. So it was outside of the house. And when I tried to, like, you know, it's very hot, you know, when you're trying to like harvest it and get it, okay, I've got all this bones and you've got all the meat, the things coming off the bones, you've got to separate the bones in the water. And at one point I tried to pick the crock pot up and it was too hot and I like dropped the crock pot and it slushed out everywhere all over oh. the driveway. You know, how it's kind of, it's like a real fatty and it's just, oh, it, so I was like, well, this is terrible. Um, and but then I, I you kind of get to where like now it's more of a science. I know exactly how much I put a little apple cider vinegar in, and I cook it for like twenty four to thirty six hours, and I cook it on the back porch. I know exactly how long to like let it be not cooking before yeah. I pick it up and try to you know you get the funnel and the big I got to get like the the pinchers like the salad tongs to get the bones out, and then you got the slotted spoon to get all the stuff, and you get the funnels and the mason jars, and it's like it's quite a process. Like even like yeah. as easiest as you're gonna make it, like it's still an issue. And 
and so that's why I think what you guys are doing is is so smart. Uh, and and it's not, you know, like people will go to even like a Whole Foods or a Central Market or somewhere like that, and they'll get, you know, the the quote unquote broth, chicken stock or beef stock, and it's not. It's not the real. Stuff. It's flavored water. I mean, it's like they just take like a bouillon cube, like is not. Yeah. It's not doing anything for your joints. So, uh, yeah. So I and I also discovered like if you use chicken feet, that makes it like really gelatinous. Like yes. that makes it like almost like jello. Um, and then I make it, and then I will like put like a spoonful. Like if I make a smoothie after my workout or something, or um, you know, I, I just you just kind of figure out different. Some, you know, like especially in the winter, I'll just fill up a coffee mug with it and stick it in the microwave for a minute and a half and you've got like this and put some sea salt on it and it's like oh it's greatness and you cook with it hey if you're gonna make a stew like throw it in your stew so totally yeah so uh kind of give people the rundown about let's just talk about the you know a lot of people get scared off with the bone broth uh when they you say bone broth like it's like listen i know everybody just relax it's soup stock it's it's the it's kind of soup stock that your grandparents made, like, and then people get so freaked out when you say bone broth sometimes. But let's just kind of talk about what it is, what are the benefits of it, and all that. Completely. So bone broth is different than the stuff that you see in the store. So you know, you walk down the grocery store aisle, oftentimes you'll see the broth, the stock, you know, whatever. All of those are often made by taking kind of crappy cuts of meat and boiling them at high heat and high pressure between for between two to six hours. And so what that gets you is that gets you, oh, and then they add a ton of salt just so that it has some sort, some of, sort of taste. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, otherwise it's like hot ham water, which just mm, no one enjoys. You know? slower. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so bone broth is different. So unlike anything else out there, bone broth is made using actual bones, as the name might suggest. And so what you get when you cook the bones, um, sorry, let me, let me, backtrack just a little bit. So the three things that differentiate bone broth from you know, the broths and stocks out there that are commercially available today are that they use bones, that they cook for long periods of time. You know, the lowest I've ever seen was fish bone, like a fish bone broth for around six hours. Chicken you usually cook between eight and 12 hours, beef between 24 and 48 hours. So you use real bones, you cook it for long amounts of time, and then you also have an acid in there, like lemon juice, apple cider vinegar, whatever, that helps the bones break down and decompose, which means that you get a lot more of the nutrients into the actual broth itself. Right. And so what comes out of that, you know, as opposed to a broth or a stock that is watery, you throw it in the fridge, it's still watery, you cook with it, it tastes like mostly sodium, uh, you know, bone broth is completely different. It has a m- much richer flavor. It's got a lot more of a, a mouthfeel, kind of that umami mouthfeel. Yep. And the key to seeing, you know, if this is a real bone broth, is when you refrigerate it, it should gel once it's in the fridge. Right, like Jello. Like, and, and the thing is, like, exactly what Jello uses, like we had actual, like the Jello pudding pops, like what that uses, like is the same thing that it's the gelatin, which is what you're getting. I mean, so it, it, this is the reason that it's very similar to Jello because, but then Jello yes. obviously puts you know, red 40 and other, uh, very natural <laughs> things that you can grow in your garden, uh, chemicals and things. Um, you know, and, and so obviously don't, you know, like, well, Mark said that you could eat jello <laughs> and that was healthy. <laughs> right. Obviously not. Right. But anyway. Hey, can you guys hear me now? Cause I switched to my phone. I switched off the computer. Can you hear me now? 
Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. Oh, Perfect. it's the Verizon guy. Oh, and now he's with yeah. Sprint. Oh, wait. Oh, that's very clever, Mark. Well, you guys hit on something that, like, uh, Mark said that some people are scared away from bone broth. Well, I am one of those men. It sounds gross. That name sounds disgusting. Did you think about, like, hey, uh, maybe I could change the name of my product to maybe lure more people in? Or is there just so much, like, uh, health and crossfitty and paleo cash with that name of bone broth that you're like, hey, we got to stick with this. I think it's too far gone, man. Yeah. I, mean, I yeah. don't know what else I would call it for one, you know? And secondly, I think, I think that it's, it's too far gone. People yeah. already know what bone broth is. And in a, in a real way, you know, we're, we're trying to bring back the tradition that grandma, you know, yeah. like what a grandma used to make. She used to take bones from a chicken carcass and make a broth with it. Unfortunately, today's broths and stocks are terrible they're not nutrient dense and so you kind of have to go with bone broth because crazily broth and stocks today don't actually use bones right <laughs> you know and so we're forced to call it out it's just another example of, of of humans in civilization like as we get modernized taking something away like the fact that we don't eat organ meats anymore like a <laughs> hundred years ago if you told people that we weren't eating organ meats they'd be like what like why? Why not? Why wouldn't you be ordering? But now it's like it's so it's such a crazy thing. Like, why would you use bones to make soup stock? You just buy the little cubes and throw it in the water. Like, I don't understand. And yeah. it's like back then. Like, and what I love about like the bone broth is that like you get the marrow out of the bones and you get like all this stuff that is just like the 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 gold standard. It's like what they used to, you know, that's like the first thing they used to go for. And now it's like we just throw that stuff away. Like I just – it's just so crazy to me how we have just completely, completely – because because of taste, right? Like I'm reading the Dorito effect, like the book about palatability and stuff. And it all goes down to the reason we don't eat organ meats anymore is because it doesn't taste as good. And and like the reason we don't make you know soup from bones anymore is just because like it's – it just – it tastes fine – to throw some salt in some water and some different yeah. flavorings. Like, so the, our brains, from a taste perspective, are like, oh, this is the same thing. But from a nutritional perspective, yeah, it's not even it's not even close. So, like, I was going to ask you this. So, like, when I make it, I have, like, the layer of fat that congeals on the top. Yeah. And it kind of depends on how much meat is actually on the bones will determine how thick that layer of fat is. Like, what – I've read that, like, that fat – shouldn't be eaten, that it's okay to be mixed in? Like, how, how do you handle that layer of fat on the top? Yeah, in general, it's, I think it's totally okay to be mixed in. I like to skim off most of it uh, just because I, I think it tastes better without that. Yeah. But I think it's a matter of personal preference. I mean, if you think about it, you're putting, you know, as long as you're using grass-fed bones and organic vegetables and all of that kind of stuff, it's not like that layer of fat is suddenly poisonous right. yeah, <laughs> based yeah. on the ingredients that you're putting in it, you know? Yeah. Okay, so I, I don't want you to like give away your proprietary recipe or anything like that, but what are some of the things contained in your bone broth? Yeah, so we have all of them listed on our website. So we're uh, big believers in having a very, very clean ingredient list. So again, go to the grocery store, pick up a traditional box of broth or stock, and you will see all kinds of ingredients that you've never heard of that right. grandma would just not recognize. Yeah. So our entire ingredient list is marrow bones from 100% grass-fed uh, and grass-finished cattle, carrots, onions, or, and then all organic vegetables. And that, those vegetables are carrots, onions, celery, bay leaves, parsley, apple cider vinegar, black pepper, and thyme. Ooh. That's it. Yes. 
See, that's it's not a lot of stuff. Yeah. See, that's the one thing that, like, if you make it at home, like I, a lot of times I'll just do bones, water, apple cider vinegar, a little bit of salt, and that's what I'll do, and I that's fine with me. But like, you know, if you want to, it's kind of like you you get out what you put into it. If you want it to be more flavorful, like. Put some carrots in it. Put some celery in it. Like you know, that that cool. really brings out some really great flavor. Like the thyme and the stuff. Like I, I grow basil. Like throw basil in it. Like it's, um, there's just yeah, there's some amazing stuff that you can do. My wife just walked in and she loves that we're talking about bone broth. When she hears bone broth, <laughs> she thinks like the the indoor smell. She's like, just fine. It's fine. Just cook it outside <laughs> in the uh, back Okay. Gorge. So Justin, I'm gonna have you put your Don Draper hat on here, and uh, I'm going to have you convince me as your i'm your unicorn oh, good, i'm a yes. person who uh i am aware that bone broth is good for you i'm aware that there are health benefits i try generally speaking to eat real foods and to be healthy and the healthiest version of myself uh so but i am disgusted by that idea so because i've never had it before yeah. so put mm-hmm. on your don draper hat and tell me why i should eat Like as many ways as you can tell me and convince me, because literally that's what you're doing. You're going to convince me whether or not right now to eat bone broth. And his answer is basically just, if you don't, I'll punch you in the face. That's why. (laughs) That's the Mark Rogers company. That's why his company folded because his reason was, hey, do this or I'm going to punch your face. (laughs) That's great. So, so I'll start with a question. Uh, So you say you eat pretty well. What what does your diet generally consist of? Uh, I it's primarily. I would say it's. I, I want to say it's eggplant. mostly vegetables. It's probably yes, all eggplant, <laughs> just as many eggplant and uh, cucumber-shaped items as I can get. Uh, I would say it's probably about on when I'm doing well, it's about half vegetables, a lot of uh, kale, chard, uh, spinach, stuff like that, uh, and then healthy fats like uh, try to do some avocado, some uh, real olive oil. Uh, coconut oil stuff like that uh i do eat a lot of uh unsweetened coconut chips mm-hmm. things like that and then uh you know just kind of meats uh chicken and, and steak and, and things of that nature so it's fairly plain i try to stay away as much as i can from uh added sugars and grains i'm not perfect no one is but uh you know that's that's what i'm striving for when i'm taking food in is those things those kinds of things completely and how old are you uh 36 okay so are you? Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Can we, I'm sorry. Can we? Can we pause Mark, really quick? Stop. We'll do this in a second. Okay. I know what you're talking about. Let him continue. <laughs> okay. Okay. Go sorry. On. Sorry. <laughs> and are you an athlete or, or someone that? <laughs> oh well, I tried. No, not really. Yeah, I've tried my whole life. I work out a couple of days a week. He ran a marathon. Uh, I have a very busy. Oh yeah, but that's, hockey. I, I ran. I hadn't run it as fast as Oprah, so that means I'm not an athlete. <laughs> but uh, like, uh, I, you know, I work out a couple times a week. I try to mix in some sprints, maybe once, maybe twice a week. But I've got a crazy busy, hectic schedule, so it's really just kind of where I can fit it in at. That's Great. what she said. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. So the biggest pitch, or the biggest reason that I incorporate it into my diet, and why I think it's really important for a lot of people to incorporate it into theirs is because even if, like yourself, you eat pretty well, you know, you eat organic vegetables, a wide variety, you know, you eat organic meats, a lot of grass-fed meat, a key component that a lot of people are missing in their diets, which if you look at what people were eating, you know, 100, 200 years ago that that a lot of those people had is organ meats and cartilage and bones. And so... When I look at today's diet, if you think like most people are eating cuts of meat that are cut right off the bone or vegetables, and both of those things, while healthy, 
they lack a lot of the amino acids and proteins that are only occurring or that occur in much, much larger concentrations in bones, connective tissue, and organ meats. And so if you're not eating organ meats, I would argue that bone broth is the easiest and best tasting way to get a high concentration of amino acids, things like glucosamine, glycine, glutamine, and the like, into your diet that will help with rebuilding connective tissue, will help with digestion, and will help with overall immune system function and inflammation. Okay. Well, and I would just like to take this moment to point out that Mark's mom's diet is very rich in organ meats all the time. I, I was going to say that Rick, Rick, Rick... I was trying to beat you to this punch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I was going to make... I was going to say that Rick, not Rick's mom... But see, the Rick's mom, that would have been the funnier, so you win. Oh, man, you're really <laughs> knocking this one out of the park, Mark. Shut you're up. You're on a roll. <laughs> Wait. So, okay, let me tell me about the taste. Like, uh, you, I know you don't listen to the show, but uh, previous episodes we've explored how I have a very... Uh, I would Small. say a very sensitive palate. Uh, there's a lot of foods that I think are disgusting. We did a video series a while for a, Rick tries a new food like Brussels sprouts and mushrooms and olives. And by the way, avocados. They're, they're all disgusting. I'll take avocado. Avocado is the one thing I've added. But uh, so describe it, it, in terms of like as much as you can compare it to a – if you can compare the taste to something like uh, most Absolutely. people have had. So do you like ramen? Yes. So I well, I mean, like I haven't, I've had it in years, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so bone broth, uh, so ramen is one of the few things out there that most people have experienced <laughs> right. that is kind of like bone broth, yeah. where drinking, if you drink a stock or something like that, you're like, oh, it's but if you, you know, if, if you're having ramen, a lot of people will just drink that soup, finish the noodles and drink the, drink the broth. And ramen is often cooked for more than 10 hours because that's what bring, that's, that's what makes a really good ramen. And so that's what Japanese restaurants pride themselves on. Not the thing that you buy yeah, at Walmart. Yeah, the only ramen but... I've had is college ramen. It's like uh, <laughs> five packets for a dollar yeah, type deal. It's like a brick, comes in a brick form and you just like yeah, microwave it stuff. for 30 <laughs> seconds. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So uh, from a consistency standpoint, I get to, I order some uh, some bone broth from, uh, from Kettle and Fire. What I imagine is when I open the package, it's just like a swampy soup with like just I can see feet in it and like a, a chicken beak, and like, an, yeah. like an eyeball or a hoof, a pig around. ear. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, tell me about uh, that. Please dispel that yeah, it, because I certainly know that you don't have eyeball soup like that you're well, selling. To though people, the UPS right? guy like is like is like struggling with this big like witch's cauldron and he's like <laughs> dragging drag, you know? it. It's like spilling out everywhere. <laughs> yeah. So. It's not quite like that. Yeah. We tested that. Customers didn't love the packaging. So yeah. <laughs> we switched it to something that you basically you open the box and it just looks like uh, you know a, a brown, a dark brown soup. It, it, soup. it looks a lot like a mushroom soup would. You know? okay. um, or again, like a ramen that you would order at a Japanese restaurant or whatever. And so you open it, you pour it out. There is no sediment. We filter that out. And so it's just a... Super dark, super rich, super nutritious broth that you're left with. Now, do you uh, do you keep all the sediment for yourself? Because that's like my favorite part. It's like the little meat chunks that are like. Left yeah, I'm sure over. Justin just wallers around in his kettle, like covering himself <laughs> in the sediment, just bringing it in handful at a time. <laughs> yeah, so we we give that away to uh, a local farm that they use for compost. Okay, cool. Okay. Yeah. Very environmentally friendly. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, I thought I did think of a th- something else that you could call it. You just you flip around one of the R's, the one R in bone broth, and just put it at the end of bone, and you have boner broth. <laughs> um, 
Man, you've been yeah. waiting a good solid 20 minutes to squeeze that in. I'm, I'm proud of your restraint, Mark. I'm very proud of you. Just, hey, I'm sorry. It's, uh, it's a gift. Uh, yeah. So, um, okay. Now, I will say this. Jack emailed me, Justin, and I guess that's he, he's your like uh, business partner or something, or he does something with... Uh, He's the one who initially contacted me about yeah. you being on the show. So, uh, Simply Human listeners, how about this? For your first order, there's a coupon code. It's 15% off. And well. it's all one word, Simply Human 15. So, Simply Human 15. And the website is just Kettle and Fire, A and D, not the ampersand. Uh, kettleandfire.com. What? what? Ampersand? It's a, it's a web address, Mark. You can't use an ampersand in the middle there. Oh, sorry. I'm not a You're science... talking... You have a man on the line who knows about computers here. You're well, embarrassing yourself. I'm not a science okay. man. I don't understand science. <laughs> it's apostrophe S. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, wait. <laughs> well, and you know, you mentioned, like, as you were sort of listing off the, the all the things that were in bone broth, some of the amino acids. If you look at... If you Google, like, I have arthritis. What do I do? Like, it's gonna, you're going to get this big list of things, like glucosamine, glutathione, like all of these, yep. chondroitin, all of these things. If you go to, like, the uh, arthritis section of your health food store, there's going to have the labels of all of the different things. Well, all that stuff is in this soup stock, in the bone broth, in its natural yep. form, and it's, and it's in this symphony of deliciousness that is they're doing some things like you know we've talked before on the show about reductionism and you know just taking out vitamin c and just supplementing with one thing like that's really not you know we're talking about the human design it's really not how we were designed to consume things like our bodies can you know do something with it but that's not really how we were designed to do it and we know that if we do things that we're as we're designed, that they're, they're going to work better for reasons that we know about and maybe for some reasons that we don't yet know about. So, um, yeah, let me just talk a little bit more about, like, the, the benefits. Like, I don't know, if, as you've been doing this, what are some of the, like, stories that you've heard of people's knees hurting and then not hurting and all that stuff? Yeah, so we have – so, one, you, you make a great point. I think that the reductionism that's inherent in supplements is a big problem. And doctors today, you know, they pre- they prescribe glucosamine and other – other supplements after surgeries and stuff like that. But there's a lot of studies that show, you know, not only is it better for you to obtain these amino acids in whole foods form, but it also increases, you know, the bio, it's more bioavailable. Your body can make use of those amino acids better when they come in whole foods forms. So I appreciate you saying that. So we've heard a lot of testimonials from customers who have used our product. So one, one customer, uh, she's been running marathons and biking, you know, and she's in her mid forties. And she said that she's always had knee pain every single weekend that she goes out on long, on long bike trips. Since taking bone broth, she said that her knee pain has gone away. We have <laughs> another customer who's 75 who's, and this is crazy, but she says that she's been taking a, you know, drinking 10 ounces of bone broth every single day. And after three weeks, she has, she's now able to walk without a walker because Jeez. she formerly I know, which is insane. And so, and she used to have such ridiculous knee pain that she needed a walker because she couldn't support, you know, her joints couldn't support her weight. And since drinking our product every day for a couple weeks, she now can walk and has far less, far, far less joint pain, which is just really cool to hear. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Wow. Okay, so let me go out on a limb and say we've had some people email us and, and message us and, and all that stuff saying, hey, Rick, when are we going to have a new Rick Tries a New Food uh, video series? And I would like to 
I'm announcing right now that I will make a kettle and fire bone broth. My next Rick tries a new food series. Uh, Amazing. I will take a video of me uh, me using it or drinking it. We did the same it, thing, Justin, with cricket bars. <laughs> And it ended up being a pretty funny video of Rick. Like, <laughs> yeah, one of our first guests was a guy who made protein bars out of a ground-up cricket flour, and uh, yeah, I did one of those. So, which one is, was it? It was uh, EXO. Okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah so, uh, I will uh, I will get my hands on some kettle and fire uh, bone broth, and I will uh, I will put this out to everyone on our YouTube channel and show them that uh, I can eat bone broth without dying. <laughs> <laughs> quite the opposite. Amazing. Yeah, quite the opposite. Yeah. You will live. I will just start tap dancing nonstop <laughs> as soon as I have it. So awesome. Okay, in the middle of all this, we started. Uh, we, uh, you asked me how old I was, and Mark got super sidetracked. He was like, hang on. And I was like, hang on. We'll wait till the end. What we do, Justin, and this is a really random thing that we started doing like five or six guests ago, and that is Mark and I both try to guess your birthday. Not the year, just the, the month yeah. and the day. We each get two guesses. And you is so weird and random. And you can't but... give us a hint. You can't say, like, ooh, that was close. You just say it's like yes or no. Yes. Okay. Okay, okay Mark, you go first, then me, then we'll switch off. Okay. I'm going to guess today, uh, June 21st. No. <sighs> March 23rd. No. Have you <laughs> have either of you guys nailed this before? Yes. Uh, Rick, yes, Rick. I nailed one right on the head one time. It was really <laughs> That's funny. That's amazing. <laughs> so funny, I just started swearing. I stopped. Mark had to bleep it out of the show. <laughs> October, okay, Mark, last guess? October 9th. No. November 11th. No. It's in October, though. You got it. I could tell by your yeah, voice. Yeah, me too. What is it? October 7th. Oh, that was two days off. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. That's not as good as nailing it Dang. like I did, Mark. So you're an idiot. <laughs> Dang, so, it. Dang it. Awesome. Well, hey, Justin, we are out of time. But hey, hang on. We have one last question, Mark. I know. I know. The last... uh, oh, no, okay. I, I thought uh, you were going to. No, I was going to say we're out of time. But before we let you go, we're going to ask uh, the question that we ask all first-time guests. And then we're going to, you know, let you promote yourself a little bit after this. Um, what is one thing that you enjoy about life or something you do to make life more enjoyable? And it doesn't have to have anything to do with bone broth. I make bone broth yeah. all day long. <laughs> I start with a boat oar in a bathtub. <laughs> oh, man. So to make life more enjoyable, I watch comedy in the mornings. Oftentimes. Ooh, okay. So, so I'll watch like 10 to 15 minutes of stand-up or comedians in cars getting coffee or just like funny video clips just because – Makes me laugh, makes me start the day in a, in a good spot, you know? Do you have a favorite stand-up comedian? Yeah, I was going to ask. This is good. Rick is a big time into this. Yeah, so Louis C.K., I mean, is amazing. I also, like, find Jim Gaffigan hilarious. Uh, but outside of that, I mean, some of Daniel Tosh's older stuff is, like, hysterical. Yeah. So I, I, did, I don't know. I just kind of roll through a bunch of different ones. Okay, so something is going on with my computer, and what we were just wrapped up. Um, go to it's uh, kettleandfire.com. Uh, Justin, do you have like Twitter or anything that people can follow you at? Yeah, at kettleandfire as well on Twitter. There you go. Cool, and don't forget about the Simply Human coupon code if you go to Kettle and Fire and buy the bone broth. And it's I just I looked at it. You you know it's not like forty bucks for bone broth. I mean I think it's like twelve dollars. Um, for the how many ounces is that uh, for the twelve dollar deal? Seventeen, seventeen point six, and then it's only nine bucks if you order a monthly subscription. Yeah, I was gonna say like if you yeah if you All set that. up yeah if you set up to do monthly like it's way cheaper. So definitely look into that. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now and it's incredibly 
cheap. I was actually thinking, oh, yeah, I wonder how much this stuff costs. And yeah, it's not expensive at all. So you kind of owe it to yourself. And I would think this is one of those, from the way you guys talk about how making bone broth is a huge pain in the rear end. So like, uh, this is one of those, hey, you can pay a small amount of money yeah. for a convenience fee to get something yes. like this. So Because I, awesome. I, I used to make it for like a, a friend of mine. And once you factor in like the the cost of the bones, the time, you know, like it's, it's like it, I charged her more than $12, you know? So, uh, this is, she's, she's listening to this. She's like, Oh, well, hmm, thanks a lot, jerk. Um, I'm sure, I'm sure, uh, kettle and fire bone broth tastes better than your homemade garage bone broth. Too. <laughs> garage bone broth. Shut up. All right. Well, Justin, uh, we're going to let you go. Thank you so much for doing this. Uh, had a lot of fun and, uh, and wish you the best. Yeah, thanks so much for having me on, guys. Really enjoyed this chat. Thank you, Justin. Kettleandfire.com. The coupon code is simplyhuman15. All one word, no spaces. Uh, go check it out. I can't wait to get mine. He's going to send us some, and we are going to tell everyone about it. So There you go. There it is. All right. It is now time for humans being human. Uh, and this... Uh, I had a conversation with a friend of mine a few weeks ago and said, hey, we need to have you on the show. And that's exactly what we did. Here is Mr. X. Great story. With <laughs> with uh, Killing Pets and uh, Mark and Rick laugh a little too hard. <laughs> Joining us for Humans Being Human is Mr. X. We're going to protect Mr. X's identity uh, for reasons that uh, we sh- don't need to share. We just we can just say Mr. X, right, Rick? And just that's we're going to call it like it is. Can you keep saying Mr. X, or at what point are you going to use his real name? Uh, I'm going to try to not say his name, uh, but we're going to so we're going to do this. So, welcome to the show, Mr. X. Thank you, Mark. I'm very mysterious. I'm a mysterious person. Ooh, you're, and you're even like you're wearing this. your you're wearing your cape right now, holding it. Open. I am. Yeah, and he yeah he's disguised his voice. He doesn't normally sound like this. <laughs> oh, wait, I'm actually a woman. Yeah, <laughs> you're holding up like one of those voice things over your over <laughs> right. your mouth. Okay, so you actually I don't even know how we got to talking about this, but you told me this story, um, and I said you need to. T- Tell the story. This is a great story. And so sort of set the scene here. How old were you? What were what were your, your family tasked with doing here? Okay. I was probably around 10 years old. So this this was a long time ago. And what I remember is a uh, family that was friends of ours, I think through Boy Scouts. Like my dad was a scout leader and, and we'll, we'll say the Nelson family. That's not their real name. The Nelson family. Family, Ooh, call them the call them family X. <laughs> well, that's my family. Mark. Oh, right. Yeah, that's what I was to say, Mark. Now you're confusing everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so the the Nelson family had this like teeny tiny, really adorable Chihuahua uh, pup. It wasn't a puppy; it was a full grown, but like one of those little. It's smaller than a normal Chihuahua, right. and it was smart and cute, and it was. It was the Nelson family's pride and joy. They loved this dog. And so they went on a vacation or something and um, asked us to dog sit their dog. And um, we said yes. And so, like, I think we had the dog for a week. And it was great. And, like, it would do, you know, amazing tricks. And it was just super sweet. It was a a very, very special. (laughs) How old was the dog? Do you remember? Like, I mean, it wasn't Um, like a puppy, but it wasn't, like, super old. It was like. I'd say it was in the prime of its life. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> it was it was in the sweet spot of dog life. Oh man! So, was it a Chihuahua, this dog, or yeah. was it? Uh, yes. Kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. Chihuahua. 
Did they have so, a little um, like a like a Nelson family like sweater that they like had knit for it? Like that's what I'm imagining, like a pillow that's yeah. like Nelson family dog pillow. Like yeah, it, it was in all their like Christmas yes. cards, photos, and okay. stuff. Okay, good. Very very precious part of the family. <laughs> and so we kept the dog for about a week, and um, everything went great. I mean, the dog just fit in with our family. We loved it, and um, you know, we we hated the thought of of the Nelson family coming back to to pick it up. But the day came, and um, and I remember we, you know, we're collecting the dog's stuff to, you know, a little tiny dog bowl. Suitcase, and, his little dog suitcase. You're putting yeah, all his sweaters yeah. in it and stuff. Yeah. And like literally an hour or two before the dog was to be picked up, um, we couldn't find the dog. And my mom noticed that our front door was open. We lived on a very busy street, uh, in our town and, um, my my parents went out to to call the dog and uh, came back and informed us that that the little Chihuahua had been hit by a car like directly in front of our house. <laughs> yeah, it, it was, uh, you know, like the hour or two. This is in the days before cell phones, so we couldn't, you know, send a text and say, uh, "Don't don't come over." Yeah, don't uh, don't bother. <laughs> There's nothing yeah, for right. you here. Yeah, we'll meet you at the dog pound yeah. and pick out a no. <laughs> so, uh, just you know, we were told that the children, my my siblings and I, to to just not be around when the Nelson family arrived. And I remember being upstairs uh, with a door closed when the doorbell oh, rang. No, and the Nelson family. Stepped in our house, and I don't know how the conversation went. I'm sure there were some pleasantries exchanged. Like, Frisky, Frisky, like, <laughs> Mrs. Nelson, oh, we missed you, Frisky. Uh, where's Frisky? <laughs> yeah, how was the trip? I'm sure my parents asked him how the trip was. Yeah. Just have the um, dog, just hand over like a black garbage bag. Like, <laughs> 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 it's like not even a garbage bag, it's like a Walmart sack. Oh. Like, <laughs> no, but what I remember is is the sound of like wailing uh. <laughs> <laughs> just sobbing and it was it was from the Nelson family and and from oh. my parents and oh. oh it was it was excruciating oh. and it, it was Why bad I, I know Why oh, that's so funny Me too. you said all i could imagine was the sound of and i was imagining the sound of dropping the garbage bag onto the ground <laughs> just all squishy like a, a sack full of jello like hey <laughs> oh. oh my gosh so did you ever figure out who was responsible for leaving the front door open no i it may have been me and i just blocked it out but i don't think it was me <laughs> i don't know man. oh if it's like if that's your this is, we have reached a new low because mark and i are hysterically laughing at well it's like if that's if it was your dog if frisky as we'll call this poor dog was your dog that's like that's one thing, but to like, yeah. but to have been entrusted, yeah. like for, by the, like another family and to so like did the Nelson family ever let you babysit? <laughs> no, no, I don't think we ever talked to the Nelson family again. Like, I think they quit the Boy Scout troop. Yeah. They were they were done with us. Yeah. Uh, well, okay. Stuff. Well, that you told that. You no, know, they let us watch one more of their dogs, but uh, then we actually <laughs> left the sausage grinder out. The dog climbed right inside. <laughs> Well, what are you gonna do? <laughs> we had good sausage that night, but <laughs> so uh, that that story led us to uh, another story that you know. Yes. This didn't happen to you, but this was uh, t- simply human. I almost said ticket zone. Simply human podcast own 
Dr. Pseudonym. Of yeah, the, a of mutual the, friend of ours. Yeah, of the, great guy. Of the Cancun Squirt story, <laughs> is what we oh, called it. Let's change the title. Yeah. <laughs> so what? Tell, tell me the story. I think lots of people are searching for that on the internet and getting disappointed when they find our uh, <laughs> find our podcast. <laughs> yeah. So uh, tell tell everyone what happened to Doctor Pseudonym's cat. Yeah, Doctor Pseudonym uh, was like a like a good husband doing the dishes one night uh, before bed. I think his family had probably. You know, little kids had already been put to bed, and so he's cleaning up in the kitchen and and uh, rinses off some dishes and puts them in the dishwasher, um, closes it, turns the dishwasher on, uh, so that the dishes will be all clean and dry in the morning. Uh, joins his <laughs> his wife, uh, who has diarrhea uh, all over him at this yes. point in their marriage. Uh, um, <laughs> at that point, yeah, also, yeah, or yeah. just the one time. No, 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 just that they're on their honeymoon. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, joins her in bed, and um, he's a doctor, so he wakes up early the next morning and, and has to go do doctor things and leaves the family before they're awake. And uh, uh, his wife wakes up and, and I guess is getting the kids ready for school or getting their breakfast. Anyway, oh, how sweet. Dr. Suterman did the dishes last night. What a good yeah, doctor husband. Yeah, and, and I'm sure she had to get something out of the, the dishwasher or went to put the dishes away or whatever. Open up the dishwasher, and uh, unbeknownst to uh, to her and, and to her children, while Doctor Synonym Pseudonym Pseudonym while Doctor Pseudonym was uh, putting dishes away, the, the family cat had crawled into the dishwasher, and uh, and was closed, uh, enclosed inside of the dishwasher, and then Doctor Synonym put the you know turned the dishwasher on. And uh, there's a dead cat. <laughs> oh, there's a dead cat in the dishwasher uh, that that the doctor's wife found oh, the next morning. We're, we're gonna get like emails from Peta, like of, just like yeah. a recording of our of our you guys laughter. Are laughing at all those <laughs> yeah, dead animals, like laugh. yeah, it's hilarious. So, well, I, legitimate question: Do you throw all the dishes away at that point? You have to. That have been washed with you know cat death. Guts? I don't. Yeah. I don't know the cat. Unless I don't think the cat like exploded. I think it's just a drowned cat. So I think you can save the dishes. I would. Well, I would save drown and and dried. So like there's a, it's it's a dead fried cat in the. Oh yeah, because like the, yeah, that's right. Because the water's really hot in there too. So it's not just. It's also boiled. Yeah. I can just imagine so, the cat. I can imagine the cat like uh, you're going up to Doctor Sutherland's leg, like kind of rubbing up against it, like cats do, you know. And he's like, "Hello, father. Uh, I see some food on the on the dishes here. Uh, one second. I'm gonna I'm gonna hop right in here and lick off some of the some of the milk that's on this cup here. Here we go. Well, how does the cat uh, not just go completely bananas? Yeah. The door closes. Well, no, the, then like the door shuts, and he's like, "Oh, hmm, well, this is nice. It's giving me a little privacy here as I, uh, uh, <laughs> oh God, <laughs> I'm drowning." Oh, that's that a rough way to go. Worst. Yeah, I wonder how, how long it was. Alive? Kids that were like, "Hey, uh, I cooked fluffy in the, uh, <laughs> the dishwasher." <laughs> well, yeah. Well, first of all, the uh, the doctor's wife like, Mrs. she Sir. dropped what she was doing and called him. Doctor had to come home. From uh, what he was doing with patients to deal with the more pressing matter of getting the dead cat out of the the dishwasher. Like, like blood that's another issue in itself. Like he's a doctor; he has doctor things to do. Like, hey, yeah. uh, can you just fish the cat out of there yourself, <laughs> and I'll uh, make it up to you later. I'm busy, doctor. <laughs> like, gr- grab the uh, the cat's uh, leash and 
oh. rope it around its neck and oh just, dra- just okay. drag it You out. are encroaching upon PETA territory now. <laughs> uh, Why don't you just take the cat and just light it on fire inside <laughs> the dishwasher? Start shooting it with BBs. Gosh. Uh, so, Rick, do you have uh, – have you ever killed an animal, uh, a pet? No. Nope, sure haven't. I've had two pets my whole life, and both of them were put to sleep after they were very, very, very old. Uh, Bill. Yes, is we had that... a dog named Bill who was so old. My parents, when he could, they couldn't bring him, bring themselves to putting him to sleep, and he was so old he would just lay on the floor and just, while he was asleep, he would just crap in the floor like right <laughs> underneath him. So like you'd wake up and there's just this enormous dog turd just right there. <laughs> Bill Bill is like reading the the pet newspaper and he reads about the cat that was killed in the dishwasher and he's like, man, I wish I could do that. <laughs> he's like praying to die. <laughs> I kept having to go fish Bill out of the pool because he kept like <laughs> trying to drown himself in the pool. Sorry, I'm bes- I'm besmirching Bill, Rick. I'm sorry. Bill was a legend. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, we are out of time. Thank you. Hey, for there's joining. my name. Ah, yes. <laughs> I do it every time. Okay, I'll fix it. Um, but thank you okay. for joining us uh, on Humans Being Human and telling us about killing pets. My pleasure, guys. Thank you, Mr. X. I'm sorry I used your name, but we did bleep it out. And Rick uh, was there when I bleeped it out, so he, I have a witness. Um, it is now time for the tip of the week, something you can start doing today to become more healthy human. And it is simply this. Go to kettleandfire.com, use the Simply Human 15 coupon code for 15% off, and try some bone broth. Yes. You're going to do it. I am actually, uh, we talk about it in the interview, but I'm going to, uh, Justin is going to be so generous as to send us a couple samples, and I'm going to try bone broth for the very first time. I just feel like we need another name for it. Yeah, I know. It's very unappealing. But yeah. But uh, I will try it, and uh, 15% off is a pretty decent little chunk there. Yep. And uh, the, the prices are, are pretty reasonable anyways uh, if you go on their website. So, I mean, you're not going to be paying, you know, $25 or $30 for something. I think I looked on there. I think the price is like 12 bucks yeah. for a thing. And it's so much more convenient than you going out and gathering all the things and making it together and sticking yeah. your house up and all this and that. Just let Justin, who's the professional, and I guarantee his bone broth is probably better than the bone broth, the crap that you make at <laughs> home. So don't eat your crap. Well, eat it's worth – yeah, it's, it's – wor- you know, and, and to be honest, like especially in the summer, it's not really something that I think about. Like, ooh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drink a warm, steaming cup of bone broth. Like – it's just it's hot. It's too hot, and I don't even think about it. So I mean, I haven't made any in a, in a couple of months, and so uh, yeah, I mean, it's worth five or six bucks to yeah. have somebody make it for you. And I'm, be a I'm, very convenient way for you to enjoy some of the health benefits of bone broth. Yeah. So there it is. Tip of the week. Um, there are all no right. feet. There are no feet floating around in it. Justin promised me. Yeah. If I open up the package and there's a foot in there, <laughs> I'm just gonna go insane. Justin, just, as you look up into the sky, one chicken foot, and that's it. Yeah. In there. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that is a show. So let's close it out. SimplyLifestyle.com is the website. Um, you can follow me on Instagram, Periscope, Twitter, and Snapchat at SimplyHuman. 
52 is the username. You can follow Rick on Periscope at rbentley3032. Call us at 530-42-HUMAN. You can email us at simplyhumanlifestyle at gmail.com or simplyhumanrick at gmail.com. Uh, Benny Wiley is coming up on the show. He is a former strength coach at University of Texas, Texas Tech, Tennessee, and just won. He won the reality show Strong on NBC. Uh, that just uh, closed. Uh, the- I was gonna, I was gonna be in that, but I just I didn't have time. Yeah, I mean, they like he, you qualified for yeah, the last. same thing with like American Ninja Warrior. I was like, man, I, just, I don't have time for that. So, yeah, so. it's just not. It wouldn't be fair to the other people either. Uh, just so, gotta let them win every once in a while, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Marcus uh, uh, Nelson is gonna be on the show. No, I'm sorry, Marcus Brown is gonna be on the show. I was looking at the name Nelson. I was reading something. Marcus Brown is on the show. It is Jenny Labaz's boyfriend. He's gonna be on. Uh, coming up, we've got uh, we're gonna have Kate Elliott back on the show. A lot of cool things coming up, so thank you for listening. A lot of things that you can be doing. Uh, thank you for making us part of your day. And if you go back to the Sunday edition, uh, June 19th edition of Iron Radio, um, I was interviewed for the Iron Radio podcast, which is a pretty cool experience. So go check that out. I've linked yeah, there's it. a link on our Facebook yeah. page. Yeah, I just did that. Um, so uh, that's gonna do it for this edition of the Simply Human podcast. And remember, Doctor Synonym, uh, uh, synonym, 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 synonym. So until next time, enjoy yourself. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost fifty pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.